0: Trying to figure out what it's all about. Existentialist, am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Spending time all alone, sending my songs through the phone. Dreaming of a better home, we're focused on trying to home. That was Outside by WALTA, and you definitely know it's either Monday or Friday at 12 p.m. because WALTA is on your radio on 103.5 FM, WNHH, New Haven. This is behind the brand I Am Easy Blues. Preston, unfortunately, he had to go search for Sasquatch, um, and he will be back at another date and time. Uh, We wish him well. But today, we're here to talk about one of the most incredible art forms that are out there, an art form that you truly are one on one with the artists themselves, where you can become part of the living, breathing artwork that's out there. And today we are blessed, we are honored and privileged to have someone who went from the fine art section of the world to the tattoo art section of the world before there was this boom of massive fine arts going into uh, tattooing. So, it is an honor and privilege and I want everyone to put their hands together, not if they're driving. If they're driving, please keep your hands attentive. <laughs> we don't need any accidents. But mentally, <laughs> I want you to put your hands together for the fantastic, the amazing, the absolutely incredible and honestly, such a great hand too because you can see it on my hand and we'll put that that uh, stuff up later. Ashley Velasquez, welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? <laughs> so, you are a tattoo artist. You are a tattoo artist in New Haven. You've decided to stay in New Haven. Um, mm-hmm. So, how many forms of crazy are we actually at right now? Because that's I know. incredible.
1: I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I decided to say It's where I'm, I'm born. I'm born and raised in New Haven. Uh, I've lived in other cities here and there. I've lived in West Haven for a little bit, Hampton for a little bit. Um, but as far as work goes and where I want to keep my business, it's always been New Haven. I mean, I have Elm City tattooed on my ribs, so I rep it kind of hard, but um, so where I want to push my artwork and where I want my team to be and clientele to know it's from, it's definitely behavior.
0: And I, I think that's so interesting too, because you do you say you're pushing your artwork and for the, I remember back in the day of, of, of tattooing when it was a lot more tabooish and it was a lot mm-hmm. more like, Oh, why would you do that? You took a step away from uh, getting a fine arts degree right, to, to tattoo people. And um, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And first of all, you're talking about, especially back then, um, it was a lot more of a male-dominated industry. Um, so mm-hmm. there were so many different negatives that uh, was against you. What made you decide to do that? Are you just that stubborn or that awesome of a human being? Um, I know you you're all that awesome. but
1: Right. I'm going to say a little bit of both. I am very stubborn. I get that from my father. Um, uh, I did take the step back um, or away from that fine arts studying because I was actually in college studying for it. And I'm a college dropout with one semester left, because once I saw tattooing, I realized like, I know it sounds silly, <laughs> but there was literally nothing pushing me to finish that last semester because I found tattooing. I realized, you know, I've been going to school for three and a half years now for that fine arts degree. But the way I was looking at it at the time, call me stubborn or whatever. But that piece of paper was just going to be a piece of paper that says that I can draw really, really well and I know art, but I couldn't see myself finding a job in that that was going to really make me any money. And I was a senior looking to make money. So when I started tattooing, I got into it. And I realized like, wow, I can pay my rent off of tattooing. And at the time, I had my first apartment, but I was also going to school and waitressing at Olive Garden. So I said, wow, tattooing is really what's paying the bills. And I don't have to bust my butt waitressing on people. So I just dropped everything. And I went to it. I went into a full force. And here I am, and like you said, against like a bunch of male, um, male people in the industry, I kind of pushed through, and here I am. I've been doing it like 13 years now. So,
0: now, of course, the you know the the, the amazing elephant in the room is is people know you. They they might not understand yeah. how they know you, but you are forever etched into you know pop culture history as being a member of the Ink Master cast. And I'm sure you get a million and a half questions on that. We'll talk about it for about 32 seconds. And then I'm going to want to know about, like, actually you, Um, you know, by someone who is stubborn. And I actually remember your season because I used to watch it religiously, Um, Mm. mainly because I have a tattoo addiction and I like, I watch it and be like, okay, I need to get that done. (laughs)
1: Mm.
0: I hear Um, you. um, So, what was it like and what was that process like, and what is it like to go from you know dealing with the artist aspect to it to having a time frame and to having right. all these additional making it a game? What was that process like for you?
1: right um so Ink master was the best thing I think that could have happened to me as far as like um, how it set me up in the industry and getting my you know my my feet into a lot of different things with people but it was the hardest thing I've ever done because when you do something like that, like a reality TV show, how you watch it and being on that side of the television to then being on the other side with all the cameras, a lot of people never get to experience how wild both worlds are. Like I can't even watch shows like that anymore because I know what it's like to be filmed um you know the timing the timing having time limits on tattoos for the purpose of the show like that's one thing like you can learn to be fast if you have to but I didn't I I never was taught or learned what it took to be on tv and I think that mm. was the biggest shocker like you need to be a different person in order to be on tv and I had to learn that quick because if you don't you don't get air time you know but I had right. to learn like I was on there because I was a good tattooer and they saw something in me because it was a very select few of us that ever have been on the show. So they saw something in me to do it, but I didn't know how to be on TV. So I had to learn, like, there's a certain way you talk. There's a certain way you look at people, you interact with people. And it's not like an everyday thing. You need to turn something on and off. And that was what hit me hard. Like, I'm literally a character. And if I give these people what they want that are saying, go and action and cut and they like me and i make them laugh then i'm doing a good job so i need to do more of that so that was what tv was like for me just make these people happy and i'll make my experience all that it needs to be
0: (laughs) no that is awesome and i look i i have to say you had some of the most entertaining uh parts that are on there although i will say from from a reality show i was disappointed you didn't go to blows with anybody um i feel i feel like you could (laughs) have (laughs) I I feel like it would have been justified (laughs) Uh, yeah I I was willing to
1: I I was willing to because (laughs) I mean well like I said you know the the show that you guys see on television on Ink Master and you tune in every Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever night it may be for that hour that you're watching it would have literally taken us an entire week Mm. worth of footage to film that one episode so we're talking hours upon hours of footage that we're shooting every day being edited and condensed down into one hour so they basically told us like do what you need to do to like be on there i need to have moments i need to have these these big energy moments and then you're gonna get as much time as you can in that hour so if they wanted like an argument if they wanted me to get into somebody's face like close enough to you know hit someone i did whatever it took and um it wasn't the contract not to hit anyone so i couldn't but I tried to give the people what they wanted. <laughs> I couldn't win, but it's fine. Like I, I, I that Courtney thing, like I'm a winner in my heart. Cause I got on television and I got free publicity and exposure from being on the show. Like millions of dollars worth of being out there that I wouldn't have never been able to pay for on my own, uh, but winning would have been nice, but Hey, I did it. So
0: <laughs> no, look, it, it is an honor to be nominated. That's one of the most yeah. important thing, but to, you know, You've also made all the proper choices since then because, you know, yeah. you've taken that experience and all those extra millions of dollars of free promotion right. um, and you've, you've cre- crafted a business for yourself and now, you know, you're just moved into a new location. You know, what is show-off artistry? I know that that was actually some of the tag that when yeah. you were on the show as well. So, you, you know, you knew, you understood branding even back then.
1: Right. Um, yeah.
0: So what is show off uh, artistry and, and why in particular do people want to choose to go there?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like you said, I, once I got off the wave of the show, I didn't want it to go to waste or go for nothing. So as soon as I left the show, I did probably uh, within that year open my, my first business show off and Gardner Street. Um, we were originally located on State Street in New Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for it being show off ink artistry was the tag name that I was giving show off early, early on. Like I'm talking like months into tattooing when I kind of picked the skill up on my own and I had these OG tattooers in the shop wanting to teach me how to do things. And I was like, no, you know, sorry, no, thank you. Like I kind of know what I'm doing. So they gave me the name show off. So I wanted that tag name in the business for sure. Um, so Show Off and Gardashi was founded in 2018. And the reason why it's the place to go, uh, my first location, five years open, and now we've moved to another location on Whitney. I want to say because we're your downtown shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so people who are into tattoos and, or, or, you know, they travel, there's tattoo shops everywhere. Um, New Haven has a good amount. Um, and there are some that are in downtown but downtown shops can get a really bad rep for being like that shop that's open 24 hours of the day. And if you got like 50 bucks burning in your pocket and you need to get something, you can go and get like this little thing put on and the artists there don't really care too much about who you are, your story, why you're getting it. They're there just to get the tattoo and keep it moving. Um, And I didn't want my shop to be like that. Like I did want it to be about the art. I wanted it to be a pretty like, high-class exclusive place that people want to try to go to. And, um, you know, we're just not going to be there to take your money. We're going to be there and treat you well and give you a real custom piece of art. And we've been doing very, very well. So I think people are picking up that, like, Show Off is the shop that you want to go to if you're in downtown or if you're even passing through Connecticut, passing through New Haven. We we want my shop to be the place that you stop by to take your home, a souvenir,
0: you know, a tattoo for life. And no, and, and that's 100% like really the vibe in, in which the shop is, you know, mm-hmm. just fr- from the outside walking in, I've been to many different tattoo parlors in many different states. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I usually like uh, if I'm checking out a new place, I'll go in with a design that I know is a failure, you know, because I want to hear if the artist is going right. to be like, oh yeah, just 50 bucks and we'll go, we'll knock that out right now. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I got Right, places exactly. To be. <laughs> You're better, <laughs> just, you know better. Yeah. Yeah. exactly you know like I, I for a while it was i want a platinum record and they're like people were like no <laughs> that's a horrible right. idea and it's i'm like okay work. that's that's the the checkoff mark for me um mm-hmm. but it, it's it's more than that because you guys have this this great location you're you're above um om which is ohm, whatever one of the best uh oh, bagel places
1: Ulmo. I've O-mo. been at the shop like three years. I'm so I'm three months. I'm sorry. And I'm learning almost o- bagel.
0: almost <laughs> bagel, which is delicious. I was able, <laughs> right? I, you know, when I went in to to get my little, as you call it, the little banger, which mm-hmm. people can see. You did an incredible job, thank um, you, thank and it you. healed like within the ne- the next day. It was like, yeah, we're good. We, you know, I was like, oh wow. Apparently, I'm Wolverine now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now, when you are taking on these different pieces, you know, you and I were, were talking like, yeah, you know, and you kind of like sparked it up for me on these little banger pieces. And I think that's actually mm-hmm. how I'm going to finish off my my sleeve is just by like little bangers throughout right. the entire
1: okay.
0: uh, thing. Uh, so we'll talk because you know where way I am. Yeah, exactly. You know where I
1: am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, what? what do you prefer like as an artist yourself and as, you know, a businesswoman? you know, what do you prefer? Not like what's your favorite style, but what do you prefer to do and to give to someone and what do you prefer for yourself? And are they the same?
1: Right. So that's a very good question. I've never got an accent and I've done interviews upon interviews. That's a great question. Like what do I prefer to do? And what do I, even if it's not for me, I love that. So I, I, I think it's because of my fine arts background. I like to do a lot of like realism. Um, I love to do things that on skin can look like a painting, look like something realistic. Um, I love black and gray work. Um, I can dabble in color. Is it my favorite? No, it's uh, I love the classic black and white um, of way of tattooing. Um, I love how it can hold up. I love the softness of it. Uh, So I love when a client comes to me knowing all those things, know that I love Black and Bear, I love realism, and they give me just the idea and they let me just create. Mm -hmm. If it's one thing that people listening right now need to know, what artists don't like is when you bring in a paper and most times it's a printout of something you saw online of another tattoo that someone did, and you come in saying, this is what I want, and I want it exactly like this. As nice as that tattoo may be, or oftentimes it's not, there's no way you can really ask us to duplicate something that somebody else has. Like, it's, it's ridiculous, but it happens all the time. Us artists want the freedom to, yeah, maybe go off of something, but always create it ourselves. So I love when someone comes to me and says, hey, I want to get a memorial piece for my father. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's sit down. I have a pen and paper. Tell me some things about your father. Oh, great. Like he was a fisherman. He loved this this place to go fishing. He did X, Y, and Z. And off of just talking to someone and writing down some bullet points, I can create this this piece for them. Let it be a half-sleeve, a full-sleeve, whatever the case may be. I just love like the creative freedom of, like, here's what I'm looking for. Here's my thing. Um, and I like it because when you go to show someone, it's meaningful. It tells a story. And it's definitely like a conversation starter of these tattoos and how, how it came about. So that's how I like to work.
0: Well, first of all, I love that you actually spoke about that because that's Mm -hmm. one of the things I've always uh, uh, thought was interesting. Any type of, you know, someone else's art that I'm going to get involved with, whether it be another musician, whether it be a tattoo, I want the artists spin on that. That's what that's what you do. You know, so I'm the first person to be like, okay, this is kind of what I want. And then I want you to have as much fun with it as humanly possible. Um, mm-hmm. i just i just feel like everything is is better in that type of situation why do you think that is such a um especially for we'll say those downtown shops why do you think that is such a um a weird culture that has happened that people are like right. i need this the way to look like just exactly like this
1: right and i and i think the reason why is a lot of those old school shops like you know, there were those shops where you'd walk in. I mean, and, and it may work for people and that's fine. But I was totally against it in my shop. Even when I opened five years ago, I didn't want to be that shop where you walk in and there's tons of like flash stuff on the mm-hmm. wall and you, you can flip for like an hour before you decide, OK, this is what I want. And then all that artist is going to do is go to the back and find number 185, photocopy and it, slap it on you and not care whether or not they've already done it three times that week. So, the, you know, it's one of those things where people are just walking around with the same thing over and over. You, you could be walking down the street and you guys have a matching tattoo with a stranger because they did it already and they didn't care. Um, so with us, it's more so there's not gonna be something necessarily for you to pick off a wall and pick you're going to tell us what's the idea in your head you don't necessarily have to be an artist and come in with something pre-drawn even if it's in your head we'll talk it out and us being artists it's our job to put it together um so we're not that shop that you know you go to the wall and pick stuff up because there's no originality there um and we love that we're custom my artists in my shop will show you they know how to draw it's not a matter of just printing something out of the computer and slapping it on you like there's steps to it, and we're, we're pretty good at it.
0: <laughs> now you guys are pretty good at it. And we're having a pretty great show here on uh, 103.5 FM WNHH. Behind the brand, I Am Easy Blues Prestige, once again, out to court Sasquatch. And we are here with Ashley Velasquez talking about show-off ink artistry and the incredibleness of tattoo culture. I am someone, obviously, who loves tattoos. I'm a big fan um, but for like the first person that, you know, wants to get in there, cause there's a whole bunch of people I've always thought about getting tattooed, but to think of something I would want on myself for the rest of my life is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. but you guys are, are the shop for that because you, right. it isn't a matter of that flash. It isn't a matter of, I'm going to walk in with the same, hopefully properly translated, um, you know, Kenji on my mm-hmm. arm as, mm-hmm. you know, the, the four other people, um, you know, I I was lucky enough. I walked in with a dictionary. <laughs> yeah. I have I, have, I have like four pieces of Kenji on me, and I walked in mm-hmm. with the dictionary, and I said, "I want that one. I want that one. I want that one. And I want that right, one." Right, right, right. But other people do not walk in with that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice can you give that that person that is on that fence that swears? You know, I have I have a million and a half ideas, but I just I just can't really commit to anything.
1: Right. So. What I will say first things first is you have to do a little bit of research, right? So, that downtown shop that'll take your $50 and and kick you out, like, let's not try to do that always, especially if you're like on the fence with things. You got to kind of do your research, you got to look up Google reviews, you have to see what a shop's about, and then if you have the time and it's important, go a step further and dig into that shop and the artists. And then realize not everyone tattoos the same. People have their own specialties, their own lanes. Um, And then see whose work speaks to you. Um, And that's another way that we work in my shop. If we get a submission of an email of a guy interested in his first tattoo, and this is kind of what he's thinking, we can kind of decipher that and say, okay, you know what, perfect. That'll go best in this artist's chair or this artist's chair. And we're really big on... Everyone at my shop is good, but everyone also has their own specialty and what they like to do. So we're going to pair you with that person or someone who we think you're going to vibe with. And if you are completely unsure and you think you don't know, we're big on consultations. So you're going to come in, you're going to talk to the person. And within 15 minutes of talking, we're going to get out of you what you want. You may not know, but we're going to get it out of you. We're going to figure it out. And then once we start talking and bringing your life to like this vision, um, we 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 get you excited at that point so we're definitely good at like trying to help people ease people get them comfortable and like i said a little earlier like people aren't artists so we can't expect them to have this full blown out idea but once you get comfortable with us and you sit down with the artists and they kind of hear hear you out and they ask some questions then we're like "Uh uh-huh we know what you want this is what you want and we make a lot of people happy that way.
0: <laughs> no, you guys you guys definitely do. And that's the other thing that I do think is really, really super, super awesome is um, being an artist in kind of the social media uh, age, I think, has helped, you know, because you had a lot of people might not have known the artist from Albuquerque, but now you mm. can go up on Instagram and you can see the different uh, aspects. Now, who, as you were coming up? Yeah. Who are some of the artists that influenced you the most? And who are the artists that made you... Look, I was in the military. I learned more from bad sergeants than I learned from good sergeants. Right, right, right. Um, so I will, I'm not going to ask you to throw anyone under the bus. But if there's a bus that's passing by and you happen to want to chuck somebody, right, right. you know, good, good, good content is good content.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, when, when I, I... I never saw myself as being a tattoo artist like that's another thing people need to know i wanted to be an interior designer so that's what i was studying for i was working at a at a friend doing that um, as an intern and i just jumped into tattooing so i had to teach myself and kind of learn the ropes and um learn that industry like super quick and all that i had at the time was like tv shows so i was starting when there was like la inc and Mm -hmm. kat von d was huge And that was kind of a good push for me, right? Because I'm watching her show and I'm like, wow, like she's a chick doing her thing. She runs her shop. People are traveling all over the world to come and get tattooed by her. The shop is big. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And her style is this black and gray realism that is what I thought I wanted to do. So I would say if it was one person that I was like scheming at, it was definitely her. Um, I thought she was dope. Uh, and then being on the show and mini- meeting like Chris Nunez and all those guys, like they were big uh, on TV as well. And then I got to meet them in person. And some of them weren't my favorite tattooers watching, you know, seeing them and then meeting them in person. I'm like, oh, OK, like you're OK. Uh, <laughs> I would never get tattooed by you. But that's, that, that's why everyone has their own styles. Uh yeah uh but yeah so i i would say like she was a big influence and she kind of pushed me because it was male um male driven in the industry so to have that as a role model was pretty dope
0: well i think i think it's awesome and i I love the arc that the tattooing industry has gone through in the past like i'd say 20 years where it's kind of come from that you know only those those are, are the uh Uh, the dregs of society that have broken Mm. so many laws and there are this different aspect of it. And they've got the million and a half teardrops and they're doing all this crazy things and Oh, look out for the spider webs on the, on their elbow because that means they've done time. Um, And now it's, it is this beautiful, amazing artistry where you have so many different styles where you have, you know, the uh, as, as we talked about in the, in the chair, the, uh, the polka trash, Style, mm-hmm. which I think is, is so super interesting. And you have, you know, the art realism and uh, a lot of the watercolor styles. Um, I know you love the, I love that you love the realism and the black and gray, which is, is mm-hmm. great. Now, can we shout out some of the artists that are in your shop? Like, let's talk a little bit about Absolutely. what they do. So, like, you Absolutely. know, so that the audience can be like, oh, there's more people than just Ashley there.
1: Yeah. Oh, way more than me. I wouldn't be able to operate if all the wheels weren't turning at my shop for sure, because we're, we're a solid team and I've known a couple of them for a very, very long time. So, um, so let's see, we have Tatito, um, and he is, um, awesome. My fiance. So we'll shout him out first. Um, so he, thank you very much. His style is very uh, similar to mine where he loves black and gray realism. So People often joke that like if they can't see me, they're happy to see him because our styles look very similar. Uh, however, he is amazing at lettering, which is also a style. So a lot of people think like, "Oh, I just want to get a name." You have to look for someone who's good at lettering. That's a thing. Like you don't you want someone that's gonna write it freehand and make it flow. So lettering itself is a style. So he's very good at that. Um, and then we have Pat Scott and he is who we like to send people to that love color um that man can have something bright and vivid uh very good at color he loves graffiti um graffiti art so he's going to give you that very good at like anything that's like anime or like comics uh he's very good at that so if we send anyone you know anyone wanting like a disney character or something bright color he's your guy for it Uh, and then we also have my artist becky who is we call her uh, her? Uh, she's our tatter tot. She's the baby of the group, the mm-hmm. tatter tot. She's been tattooing for about two years. She was an apprentice, now turned tattoo artist in the shop. And that little that I, I don't want to say little girl because she's younger. She's a whole mm-hmm. woman, but she is um, amazing, and she does a lot of like what's the in now, which is that fine line minimal artwork um mm-hmm. where it's like you can't believe you got the detail in something that's like that small kind of thing um very hard to do not just anyone can do it so she's good at that also good at black and gray. and then we have another artist named busta who is our og tattooer he's been tattooing longer than like all of us combined um right. and he comes from new york and he's our traditional guy he does american traditional so there's someone for everyone at my shop and everyone has a, tons of experience. Me, Tito and Scott, we've been working together six years, but we've known each other for like 10. Yeah. So it, it's definitely a family. You're going to get that vibe when you're in there. Um, everyone helps each other, looks out for each other, has each other's back. Uh, we're definitely a good crew, a good family at the shop
0: no definitely a good crew and definitely a yeah. good family and again i can say that because i've been there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's that's uh one of the key things and that's what we love about doing this show is we get the opportunity to highlight those local businesses that are in the actual neighborhood was that uh, mr rogers says these are the people in your neighborhood or whoever mm-hmm. whoever that, right. that <laughs> was? Or, you know um won't you be my neighbor um and it, it's it's so incredibly and and so incredibly important now what made you do the shift from State Street to Whitney?
1: So it was a lot of good reasons and bad reasons. The, the one shift was I loved my starter shop that was on State Street. We were next to Cafe 9, a very well-known uh, bar that was doing live music. We were next to another venue. Um, that, you know, it was very busy, very busy. The State House, every, everything was very busy there. Um, we were in walking distance to a lot of our clients um and the shop was beautiful the shop was great um and then unfortunately um we we ended up getting a bad neighbor you know not all Mm -hmm. neighbors are good um so we ended up just being placed next to people and I'm not gonna like throw it out there but it just made the situation bad um the Mm -hmm. street ended up being not so not so inviting as it was before and in the years prior and I felt like you know, my lease is coming to an end. There's no need for me to stay here. And let me see what else is out there. Like, let's expand. And the good thing is, I felt like I kind of outgrew that shop on State Street and I wanted something bigger. And I wanted to look at a new set of walls and I wanted to drive a different route to work. So I drove around, determined to find something else. And um, I drove through the streets of New Haven and I saw the street on State. Uh, I'm sorry, on Whitney. We're on the corner of Whitney and Trumbull. So we're right there on that very busy intersection. And it's uh, a building that's been there for over 100 years. It's been very many things over the years. One of the last things it was was fashionista, which was uh, like a very well-known like thrift and cons- uh, consignment shop. And once I saw it available, like I pulled over – called the realtor, and had an appointment to look at it ASAP because, again, being from New Haven, knowing the vibe of New Haven, I love the foot traffic. It's on Yale campus, so I said this is where I got to be. Um, so the location has been great. Uh, we're going to be there for a couple more years, and you guys all should check it out because I think the vibe of my shop, and yeah, it's mine, so I'm going to like post about it, but you walk in there, and it's not just for people who don't i haven't been to a lot of tattoo shops you might have this image of like a dark place with like loud music and everyone's like boring and they're just there tattooing by giving your money leave like yeah. you know like we're a whole vibe we play good music we're gonna give you something to drink we're gonna give you some snacks we're gonna laugh with you and our shop looks really really cool and very nice so yeah you guys all should come check it out <laughs>
0: And actually, I was I I every once in a while I get weird little business ideas, and I have to share them because just the way that my brain goes. Um, I think, especially with how incredible the uh, New Haven music scene is, I think your shop would be mm-hmm. great for like listening parties. You know, you have some of the artists that that are out there to try to release some new stuff. You have a listening party there. You know, I'm not saying you do flash. You have like you know just consultations. You know, right. and you you can then either book or you can get tattooed at, at that point in time. I think that that might be, we might have to talk. I feel I feel right. like that's so, awesome. and it's
1: actually really funny that you said that because we have a good friend, Mikey. He's a good friend to the shop, and he has a clothing line out called Valley Life. And so he does a lot of like apparel, and he is dipping his feet in the music. And he put like a sample album out. I don't know if that's what you call it, but it has like four or five tracks on it.
0: And yeah, he yeah, bought like it the by TV. the
1: shop, right? So he bought it by the shop and had us all listen to it. And I was like, dude. I can totally put you like there in the corner playing your music, have people come on in and have something like that. So I do see how my shop could like host stuff like that. So it's definitely a talk that we're entertaining for sure. So we got to talk.
0: Oh yeah, no, we'll we'll definitely talk. because I know a whole bunch of people and, and whether it be them performing kind of maybe like an acoustic set down or even like um, some of the backpack hip hop stuff uh, that's out Mm -hmm. there that can do it with, with a phone or a laptop or it's, you know, just playing the album over, over the listening uh, thing there mm-hmm. and having people kind of like cocktail hour and sit and talk, you know, with, with you guys about, you know, different kind of where, where does this, where does this song take you artistry wise? I, I think mm. there's, there's a whole lot there. I, yes. Maybe we, we just came up with our own reality show actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> music Ink Master. Um, <laughs>
1: right. I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. I mean, and that's, that's the kind of stuff that I like because um over the years of tattooing we've definitely done different events. We've um gone off and, and done other things. So like I wanna always be fresh. I always wanna do different ideas, stuff that just like brings a community together. I'm big about that. And um if, if it's gonna be music that's gonna bring someone in a tattoo shop for the first time, I will gladly be the person to do it or the shop to, to facilitate that for sure.
0: That's awesome. All right, no, we'll definitely we're definitely gonna talk because i, I i'm already i'm already seeing the, the, how how this can work out in so many different ways. Because I've seen it a lot. You, you see it in the scene um, in New Haven a lot. There's a bunch of different uh, tattoo uh, places that'll come to a show and they'll do like open narrative and stuff. But I never really see it at the tattoo parlor itself. So you guys are only represented by like a business card and whatever artist showed up that day. Right taking it and, and moving that entire experience to a tattoo shop, it's going it, to be, it pays more dividends to everyone. If we're, if we're being mm-hmm. honest, you know, and especially keeping it as like a listening party. Oh yeah, definitely. Ah, oh, see, I, I love, I love when good ideas just happen just jump <laughs> in, the, in the middle of a, a broadcast. Absolutely. You know, I love it. So as you are moving forward and, and, you know, you guys are evolving as artists and you're evolving as a shop and as, as a business what are some of the next steps that are out there? Are we going to see, like, a show-off artistry um, float in the in the St. Patrick's Day uh, parade? And if so, would you like some musicians for that float? I might know right. some people. You know, um, just saying.
1: I'm here for all of the things. Like, I love it. Um, you know, I'm down... So right now, like, a lot of things that tattoo shops do outside of the shop is, uh, you know, we do, like, pop-ups often. So if they were, like... Um, Like right now there's a huge trend where breweries will have tattoo shops and they'll like, they'll set up a pop-up shop there and they'll do like a collab with the brewery. Um, We're in talks with a bunch of people to do different things like that. And we just want to be, you know, not just stuck within our shop, but we want to go out there. So like being in a, being in a parade, that sounds awesome. Um, I know there's a lot of like new haven road races going through whitney Mm -hmm. so i mean we can set up tent right there on the sidewalk and if you're driving by at the five mile or running by at the five uh, five mile marker and you want to get a little bigger to commemorate that you're running the 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 thing we'll do that there so uh, anything big with the community we're down for uh yeah we're here for all the activities for sure
0: There you go, New Haven. Pay attention because right. this this is really super important, and we hope that the higher ups that you know have to deal with uh, the the permitting and stuff are all like that's actually just a genuinely great idea, and we don't worry about the paperwork. Um, right? I'd, I'd much rather ask for forgiveness than permission. That's just me personally. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit of a rebel when it comes down to different things like that. Um, but you know, as you do move forward. Is there anything in the industry itself that is like on the blow uh, on the come up, you know? Because there's so many different, you know, we saw the evolution now from the coils to the the handhelds, uh, right. machines and different things. Which I have to tell you, I miss the buzzing. I I, right. I have that on as 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 like brown noise when I need to go to sleep. <laughs>
1: my, my hand doesn't miss it. My carpal tunnel from that heavy machine, that doesn't miss it. But yeah, that was, that was a big switch, right? So then there were these old school coil machines, those really loud ones, which a lot of people associate that noise with a tattoo shop. Very, very heavy. Um, did some damage to a lot of artists. Like I know an artist now who's out of Florida. He was on the show. He just got carpal tunnel surgery on both his hands at the same time because there could be permanent damage, right? permanent damage done by these things to now what you just mentioned which is now a cordless machine that you plug in got eight hours worth of power like your cell phone you charge it at night and then it's good to go for the next day um so now there's those so that's so there's definitely a change of like equipment there's a change of better ink right so now these inks are better they're made with better ingredients they're more vibrant they're gonna last longer you might not even need a touch up um and there's definitely a big switch in. you mentioned you know the art the, the artwork form the style like this is an art now this isn't so much like these sticker arts where you just come and you slap something on and you keep it moving like no like these are these are things that you're invested in you you care about the meaning for it how it looks compared next to other things, the sides of it compared to other things, um, how it flows on your arm, how it's going to heal. Like there's so many, There's it's such more of a process now that I guess that process always existed before, but no one ever acknowledged it. It's more of like, a, why are we doing this? How's the best way to do it? And let's make it look like there's just more levels to it, if that makes any sense. It's more of like a, a process. The artwork is more important now.
0: No, it is extremely important, especially here on WNHH 103.5 FM, New Haven, behind the brand, I Am Easy Blues. Preston, again, went out romancing with Sasquatch and is having a wonderful time. But we are here <laughs> with Ashley Velasquez from Show Off Ink Artistry. And I really... Love the fact that that we are here. I love I love talking about tattoos. I can literally talk about tattoos forever, <laughs> ever, and end a day. Um but one of the things that like we don't really look at is what are those steps for so now we have that young artist. Right. The one who 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 wants to make that transition. What are the steps that they can do? What are some of the things that they can do on their own to get to a level to be ready to um you know, apprentice, and to be ready to then, you know, get their own little chair? What are those steps?
1: So, uh, again, great way that, you know, you you asked this question, because we talked a little about how things have changed. And even getting into the industry has changed a lot, too. So uh, before, if there was like a young person now that wants to become a tattoo artist, they want to get into a shop. The old school way of doing it is you first and foremost need to know how to draw, right? So you come into the shop with a portfolio of things that you've sketched, you've drawn, you've been working on. You show the artist at the shop, the owner at the shop, your stuff, and they kind of get a feel for you and see if you got potential. And if they want to take you on as an apprentice, you need to do like a year too long apprentice. Sometimes it can take up to five years So Mm -hmm. then be at that shop have your hands in everything from the building the machine for breaking everything down, the hygiene of everything, cleaning everything. Like you learn everything before that artist feels that master, the person teaching you feels like you're ready to put the machine in your hand to do your first tattoo on someone that can take anywhere from a year to five years. So Mm -hmm. that's an apprenticeship. And then, you know, you start doing, small tattoos on walk-ins or you you start with friends and family people who don't care that you're gonna mess them up potentially a little bit because you are just starting um so that's like the traditional way to get into a shop you bring someone your artwork and they see if you have potential or they even if you know they like your vibe and feel like they can work with you and they take you on but a, a big thing that's been popping up over the years are these tattoo schools Mm -hmm. Right. So now you're not going to a tattoo shop and you're not getting a, a traditional apprenticeship done. You're going to these tattoo shops that are part time tattoo schools and they're charging these young kids tuition. Like if you were in college to them, teach you how to do tattoos and they're just cranking these kids out. And I, and I can't, I, I, I'll be lying if I says I know how long it takes for them to teach you, but it, I'm not hearing good things. So it could be like like a couple month turnaround of them teaching you, you you're paying this person teaching that how to tattoo, and then they're throwing you out into the world and they're like, okay, you're a tattoo artist now, go. And they, because they didn't do it, you know, the traditional way they weren't taught one-on-one. Um, these kids are looking into tattoo shops thinking that they're ready and they're not. So I definitely would say if you want to get into tattooing, it's something you're aspiring to be. Definitely get your drawing where it needs to be and to a level where you're comfortable with showing someone you're confident. Walk into a tattoo shop show them that stuff and see if they're willing to take you on and if you're serious. Uh, So we're actually in January, show off at Garden Street. I'll put this out with you first, that we are we are gonna be looking to take on one or two apprentices. Um, I haven't had one in two years. Becky was my latest apprentice and she's now an artist killing it, booked up for four months. So I'd like to say that I taught her well. So in January, we are looking to take on two apprentices. So if you're hearing this and you wanna get into it, make sure your art level's there and um, come in and talk to me come January. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's no that that is really awesome and i really i hope that everyone is sitting at home and they wrote that down like okay january i know where i need to be because mm-hmm. um i think it's so super interesting you see this with all the different art forms and i, I love the fact that we're at that now with with tattooing where you'll see these kind of like i call them mick franchises you know okay. they 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 open up and it's like okay pump out as much as possible you saw it like we're recording. Look, all the people who went to school for recording technology that is absolutely amazing. But there are some old school heads out there and like, yeah, if you would have just showed up at my at my spot with a broom, I would have taught you the same amount of stuff. And, absolutely. You know, it would have been more hands-on. Um, so I love that it still has that traditional value even though we're we're, we're in the we're in the mic franchising right. aspect of, of it all, you know, with these schools.
1: And I'm sure,
0: like, no matter what, because we don't pour salt on anyone else's hustle. If that's who you guys are and that's what you guys are doing to make what you need to make and and get to the steps that are there, awesome. I just hope that you find the best thing for yourself and you you move forward and you grow. That being said, (laughs) you know, there were certain, certain, you know, we'll say, like, martial arts uh, places. You know, you can sit there and you can go to Okinawa and study under the master's. Or you know you can study at uh, Tiger Showman, and they they put out a bunch of footwork in front of you and say good luck. I hope everything right, turns out okay. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So I I love I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, now what are you looking for in since we're there, since we've already like, yeah. dropped the ball here, what are you what what are you actually looking for? Obviously the drawing skills, but well. as the human skills, what right, are you right, looking right. for? Because it's a, being a tattoo artist is very similar to me. Like, if I could draw, I would definitely be a tattoo artist because I would like to talk to people, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I like to, to get that type of aspect. So what are you looking for from the human side of an apprentice?
1: I want someone who um, can be a people person, not scared to talk. I want someone who's a sponge, right, that they're willing to listen to what I have to say. Um, I, I want everything that wasn't me 13 years ago that, was a complete show off and not willing to like accept anything or learn anything because for everyone listening it does not oh like i'm a one percent example of how like me being as stubborn and hard-headed as i was it worked out and i'm as successful as i am now because i push myself and i know how to hustle but you're not gonna walk into a tattoo shop and think you know everything and it worked out for you so do not do that be, yeah don't do that it's not gonna work and I'm gonna smell it walking through the door and I'm <laughs> gonna send your ass back out so don't do that um so definitely be an open be open be a sponge be willing to, to learn uh, you know to learn everything about tattooing but also like you said you might have to come in and pick up the broom and start sweeping mm-hmm. or my receptionist is sick so she's not gonna be able to do all the cleaning I might ask you to scrub the toilet Right. Because you need to know, like, yeah, the bathroom is part of the tattoo shop. And people need to use it when they're in a tattoo shop. So anything that has to do with the shop or how it runs, you need to learn. Um, so definitely sponge, someone open and someone who doesn't think that they know it all to try to impress us. Because we're going to try to, like, break you down to the bottom to tell you how it is and what you need to know. And, and we're going to teach you the right way. We're not going to, like... like um. Well, what are those things in college when you're joining a sorority or fraternity and like they haze you and embarrass you? And it's not to that, but right. you know you're definitely gonna have to learn our ways the way that we know to teach you, and you're, things are gonna be fine. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna learn the right way.
0: And and that's as uh, one of the the huge things, you know you. For all those that, you know, watch Karate Kid or, or sit and watch Cobra Kai as it's being played on Netflix now, mm-hmm. you know, you go over those steps and you don't think that these are things that are, are super necessary, but making sure that your shop is, you know, completely clean and, and keeping into that type of um, – mentality is so super important you know i i tell i've got younger kids and they're you know already talking about tattoos and and i was like that's fine when you're 18 and you know it's completely legal for you to get a tattoo you're like oh but dad you know so many people you you can just get us a tattoo early i was like yeah but i'm not gonna do that because Mm -hmm. if that person is willing to break the code for This one situation, what other situations are they not coming up to code on? You know, know, being taken care of, like all those different kind of things. I'd much rather not be in a situation. And I definitely don't want my kids, you know, in a situation where I have to think maybe this isn't the the right thing for them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is super, super, super important to learn as much of it as possible. And as much of the business that is, you know, the ink to skin. It's also the cleaner to, right, to, right, right. to the surface area. It is understanding that you have to have the right amount of um, a, a saran wrap to make sure that things are, are taken care of and to know the proper way to dispose of needles, you know, because there is this whole process that a lot of people overlook because, you know, right. it's, not, it's not the cool and fashionable part of tattooing. Absolutely. <laughs> so, it-
1: you're right. Like, a, a lot of these young kids, if they want to get into tattooing, they see it like, oh, I want to do a cool job. I want to, I want to be in a fun atmosphere. And, like, let's be honest, the tattooing, tattooing is a good way of living, right? So they want to come into something that they're going to put a couple bucks in their pocket. But they're just looking at, like, I have a cool job. I draw on people for fun. And I'm doing this amazing artwork, and I'm getting paid for it, which that's all well and good. But like you said, you gotta learn the cleanliness of the business. You gotta learn, um, you gotta learn about wearing gloves and wearing wearing uh, certain protective stuff when you're tattooing. You gotta learn about pathogens, and you can get people very, very sick. Like that's mm-hmm. a thing. And my shop is big on that. Like if you read my Google reviews, my Yelp reviews show off and garnish. She is very clean. They're very cleansy. Uh, they're cleany. They they clean up properly. Like we're big on that. Like right. who wants to send their, their, their minor to a tattoo shop. And it's horrendous in the shop. Right. Like you don't want to do that. So that's important. So we cover all the bases when teaching
0: someone. Yeah, no, that's, that's, <clears throat> that is fantastic. And and now that's the other thing that I don't think we've even talked about. Is there an age limit for apprenticeship like does someone have to be 18 um you know i have an artist child that's 14 right now and is thinking about possibly tattooing um and not that you know i'm looking just for myself but you know i'm also looking for myself uh you know (laughs) is is there an age limit and do you need someone to sweep up at your shop
1: right Uh, so you know what i don't think i've ever had anyone um of course, like, we've had kids under 18, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, I want to be a tattoo artist. But no one's ever asked that young whether or not they could apprentice. So I'm not going to lie on, on this uh, on this platform right now and say I know. Because I honestly don't. know. I mean, of course, I know, like, you have to be at least 18 or over without parental consent to get tattooed. And mm-hmm. the state of Connecticut with a parent's signature 15, 16, or 17-year-old can get tattooed. Right. But I honestly don't know how young you have to be in order to tattoo. Like we see these videos on YouTube and we see kids in other countries that are like five tattooing people. Mm-hmm. Like morally, I'm not gonna allow that to happen, whether legally, I don't know if it can. <laughs> um, I don't know. But I mean, I'm not opposed to like a sixteen or seventeen year old coming into the shop with dreams of being a tattoo artist and they start off at the bottom like sweeping. Mm-hmm cleaning up you know uh you know picking up things here and there and maybe when they get 17 18 they're ready to have a machine in their hand I think that's cool I wish I had that when I was that young but again I wasn't planning on being a tattoo artist then anyway but I'm not opposed to that
0: well well let me put it to you like this <laughs> you're about to have a 14 a 14 year old come and knocking on your door for you know just to sweep up for and just literally to sweep up and you know, he he gets paid in snacks and water. Right? He <laughs> like he likes water and he likes snacks. Um, right. <laughs> you know, but, but that's what's so interesting is because I, I, you know, I raise my kids differently. We like we're we we've been hustling since hustling has has been you know done. So they are already, you know, I have the, both of them are doing internships at at the Schubert Theater. One of them that's wants amazing. to, you know, wants to do sound for the Schubert. Like he's like, yeah, when I go to college, I want to work sound. I don't want to work at Taco Bell. That's like, amazing.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. You're doing a great job. Let me just I say that's, that. That's amazing. I have hustle tattooed on the back of my neck. Yep. Like I, that, that is something that I live by every single day. You got to work hard. You don't want to be a lazy bum and you got to go out and get it. Cause if you don't, other people are going to get it way before you. You'll never mm-hmm. have a chance. So oh, exactly. yeah, like don't waste your, your time, your skill. Get it.
0: <laughs> well, unfortunately, they are going to start pulling the Apollo curtain on us. I think I feel like we need to have like a part two, part three, part four check-in aspect of it. This has been such an awesome time. I actually like hanging out with you as, as a human. Um, so Take I think we should it. definitely be doing this more. And I look forward to working with you moving forward uh, down the line. But right now, if you have advice to give to anyone, whether it be to start a business to follow their dream or anything in the t- aspect of it, besides hustle, which I'm sure is going to be the biggest right. part of, of, of your advice. Uh, what advice do you have to give to that brand new entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, the one thing that I will say is starting a business or going off on your own, it's scary no matter what, but I would say just go with your gut because. I guess everything does happen for a reason. So if I didn't open my shop when I did five years ago, the original shop, I wouldn't be where I am now. But there was something in me that I wanted to do it maybe three or four years prior to that. But I had a lot of people in my ear saying, you're not ready, don't do it. So I would say like, yeah, you're going to fail sometimes. You're going to hit rock bottle a couple of times, but go with your gut. If you think you're ready to step out and, 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 and do what you're trying to do, do it right? Because you're going to have these feelings of, I wish I could have done it here. I wish I started here. Like That's what I would say. Like If you feel like you're ready, try it. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to make a mistake and you have to start over, but you're going to know the the better way to do it the second time around. So just go for it. I wish I would have started my shop way earlier than I did because I know that I had it in me to do it. Mm -hmm. But that's all I would say. Just go for it. If you feel like you're ready, just go for it. Don't let anybody stop you.
0: Well, we have about 30 more seconds. I just want. how can people get in touch with you on how yes. uh, how things go? And just, yeah, how do people get in touch with you?
1: Well, we're located at 93 Whitney Avenue, New Haven. Uh, our phone number is 203-553-4011. Or you can reach us at, at Show Off and gardestry. That's our handle for Instagram, um, Com. Our handle for our website and our shop name on Insta- it's, it's the name on Instagram and our website.
0: Appreciate everything, Ashley. Thank you so much for being on this show thank you. here behind the brand one hundred three point five FM WNHH. I am Easy Blues, and Preston will be back probably Friday. But uh, thank you so much, and th- uh, and it's been an honor and a privilege to have you on the show, Ashley.
1: I appreciate you. You're awesome. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't